0: Good evening, everyone. This is uh, Tordes Rukomariam, uh, your host of the Gion Cast and uh, the editor and writer at the Gion Journal as well. So I want to take uh, this segment uh, to discuss the latest developments taking place in Ethiopia. Uh, but before I do that, I just want to make, I guess, a, a quick programming note. Uh, you know, I know there's a lot of people that are not from uh, necessarily from Ethiopia. In fact, the, I would say upwards of close to like 75, 80 percent of our readers and, and people that tune into the Gion Journal uh, are not Ethiopian. Um, so I say that um, to, you know, I know I've been focusing a, a, a lot on Ethiopia for the past three, four weeks. Um, but I'll, you know, when I do I write about Ethiopia, when I discuss it now on, on the Gion cast, I always do so by tying in uh, the, the, the developments taking place in Ethiopia with the developments taking place here. So when I talk about, for example, the poison of, of ethnic tribalism, well, there's tribalism that's just as poisonous here in America as well. And if we're not careful in America, the path that, uh, that Ethiopia is headed towards, uh, you know, if they're not careful in Ethiopia, that path is going to lead to an implosion and a, 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 you know, a, an erasure of, of a country that is, has existed for 3,000 years intact. Uh, and who knows what type of people that would, uh, you know, unleash. Well, America, maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe uh, a few steps behind that. You know, what, what seems uh, 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 unfathomable, uh, one second could, could, you know, break out into uh, chaos the next. Uh, and so, you know, we, th- this is, these are moments that call for uh, saner and cooler minds as opposed to people that, that are being impassioned. Uh, And instigated and incited to to be bitter and angry uh, because that's what creates strife, and then that strife is going to lead to triggers at one point. So, in fact, I say when people get triggered, too often they end up reverting to triggers. So, don't let that happen uh, here. And I hope that we don't keep going down that path in Ethiopia. That said, um, the latest developments have have in Ethiopia have me uh, worried. Um, and they've given me pause. Now I said from the outset, when the war, when the war, when the conflict initially uh, happened, the first thing I wrote about it was, um, "Hey, this is the fog of war. There's disinformation on all sides, so let's see where the truth leads us. Do not rush to judgment." That was the first thing I said. And for the next three or four days, I did not make any commitments about buying anyone's stories. I, I know that there's the only. Truth and lie. I mean, the only truth in war is a lie. Um, and so, I kind of sat back and and said, "Let me see." And so, the a spokesperson for the TPLF came out and admitted that they attacked first, and he called it a preemptive strike. And and any uh, militia that attacks its own country's military is not a preemptive attack. That you know, like I said, rational people call that terrorism. And I also know the history of TPLF. Now, it's not only what they did uh, recently that was ter- uh, terror. Uh, they, they, they were a reign of terror for 27 years and inflicted uh, mass uh, killings uh, throughout Ethiopia. Uh, they they uh, s- uh, suppressed any hint of, uh, you know, people uh, getting together to, uh, to demand uh, their freedoms. Uh, they, they jailed with impunity. They tortured with impunity. Uh, and this is how they kept uh, their power. And... Probably the most diabolical aspect of it is that in order to rule, uh, they implemented effectively what is apartheid 2.0 in Ethiopia, whereby, uh, each ethnic group, the major one, the major ethnic groups, Oromo, Amara, Tigray, uh, and then they, they have a collection of like the, I think the, the, the southern nationalities, I think that they call them, I like Sadamo, um, and, and, and the Somalis have their own region. so. You know, there's let's say it's eight, nine, ten different regions, right? I don't, I do I, I never, really, never checked exactly how many. Uh, they call them killers, right? And it's just like the Bantustans. Uh, the Bantustans were created, uh, one for the Zulu, another one's for the Nkatha, another one for the uh, Sotho, right? And you know, it just hit me when I was actually doing research about this what the, the true nature of apartheid was. It was never about keeping blacks apart from whites. It was about keeping uh, blacks against blacks. And I, I, you know, I hate these labels, black and white. But you know, for the sake of this, uh, you know, cast, I'll just do so without using quote marks because I know that the, the, the nature of these words. Um, but it was to incite uh, jealousy and anger and greed uh, between the, the the various tribes. And so, as long as the the few who rule with brute force are able to divide the the the, the 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 population and incite them to fight one another then uh, they don't have to uh, revert to guns they could just give guns to the uh, uh, the marginalized people and let, let them shoot it out so that's the same thing that the TPLF did so I have uh, I had no reservation about you know uh, about the fact that they had to be dealt with uh, but what I did have reservation about from the outset was uh, ensuring that any the campaign, which I felt was justified against the TPLF, was not conflated uh, to to mean or to to, to uh, I guess to lump in all the Tigrayans and and dole out some type of uh, a collective punishment, right? So um, in a lot of ways, I had the, the feeling that maybe that might be the case, but. Uh, to my i guess to maybe to my flop to a point i kind of held my tongue because um i didn't know exactly you know what the alternative was um so and and i'm not saying that this was the case explicitly but when i saw for example uh, the internet being turned off for the whole of Tigray, that gave me pause and you know i understand that you could you explain that away, uh, and say, this is a military, Now nah, anything that, uh, that basically lumps in everyone and, and makes, uh, the, the average folks feel the the heat for that, the, the sins of a few, that to me gives me pause. And beyond that, I, I find that to be, uh, objectionable. Uh, but you know, ultimately I was like, this is conflict. Uh, and I, I think I kind of, uh, maybe up to a point, rationalized it. Um, but I was like, well, the minute this ends, and I was not surprised that it ended, supposedly it ended last Saturday, um, I was like, well, this, this, we need to then go back as quickly as possible to ensuring that uh, the Tigrayan population do not feel like they're being uh, you know, pushed out or that they're being uh, ostracized from the rest of Ethiopia. Like, there has to be a campaign of inclusion. And to that point, when uh, Abi Hamid went on uh, TV last week, he said a few words that really just <laughs> it touched my heart. He said, "Well, you know, we have to. Uh, I'm kind of paraphrasing. We have to give grace to these people that were that some of them that were that fought is because they lost children or they they lost wives, and we have to be effectively be compassionate even towards the fighters." And I was like, "Wow, wow, right? This man gets it," I thought. But now it's been a week after the, the conclusion of um, the campaign, and the internet still uh, turned off. I, some people scoff at that and say, "Internet? Who cares?" Well, we live in the twenty first century. Uh, the internet to to uh, us to this uh, to this world or to, to this age is uh, effective like the electricity in the in the twentieth century. Um, A lot of businesses get done through the internet uh you know people that live on the outside when they want to get in touch with their families they do so through the internet whether it's whatsapp telegram you know so when you cut this off you cut off the communication to to family members and that creates a level of anxiety and agita Uh, and we should have compassion towards that i never dismiss when people are like "Yo, i can't get in touch with my family you know I, i never dismiss that dismissing pains Is immoral and so I want to say on that front too for 27 years um, the the people that were and I was one of them that were protesting was saying hey can you hear us we're protesting we we, we want to get our voices heard and all too often uh, those who supported the TPLF turned a a, 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 you know a blind eye and a deaf ear to these things and rationalized it you know and they said that's not that big of a deal I mean, even when it came to killings, they said, oh, whatever, they're, 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 they're criminals. Students were being uh, you know, murdered in 2005, uh, May 15th, 2005. And a lot of the CPLF supporters I knew were like, well, they're a bunch of criminals. What do you expect? <laughs> so I'm not saying... So when I say these things, though, I'm not saying that to justify what's taking place now. Right? I'm saying that to say that people that have felt... The, the, the heat of, of being marginalized or their voices diminished or being repressed, should be the ones that have the most empathy towards others. It's not, you know, um, when, uh, let's say somebody comes into your house and, I don't know, I'm trying to give a proper analogy over here, uh, it steals all your food, right? You have a choice. I used to always say that, you know, in life, you, you can either invert the pain or revert the pain. As in something bad happens to you, you could invert it, you know, turn it around and make sure that other people don't go through that and that's empathy. Or you could revert to pain, as in you you go right into that same pain and you pass it on. So it really disheartens me when I see people that are anti-TPLF now all of a sudden gloating and uh, and dismissing the the the, the, the 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 pains that are that are being expressed by uh, by Tigrayans, not even, t- t- you know, TPLF supporters, and even, I don't have beef with TPLF supporters. I have beef with TPLF. Like, I don't have beef with Donald Trump supporters. They turn to uh, to him because they, in their own w- way, I don't want to say misguided, um, because we all, at some point or another, turn towards demagogues where we feel as though our voices are not being heard. It's just... Very hard to, to, to detect that When you're the person that's turning towards the demagogue You know what I'm saying I turned towards a demagogue In 2008 I thought Obama was going to change the world And he's just part, part and parcel of, of the very same thing That he said he was going to uh, uh, You know be against um, So Just because of my assessment, They, they support uh, TPLF I, I'm not going to vilify them The same way as The people that are sitting at the policy table Making these decisions. And I think that's what Ivy said too. But his actions are not matching his words. Um, So then. Whatever qualified support. Well no. I I gave an unqualified support for the uh, campaign. That ended last Saturday. But now. Everything else is conditional. Um, You said. I I, I was on a website called uh, Maraja. And I, I noted. And maybe my delivery was a little too harsh that I'm about to withdraw my support for Abby. And people, of course, someone like, who are you? (laughs) And I noticed that some of my, um, I create some of my headaches sometimes because I come at things with such uh, 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 a hard delivery that it kind of creates a pushback from people. So maybe I need to kind of change my tone a little bit. Uh, So, you know, life is nothing but a a constant uh, growth process. But it doesn't dismiss the underlying tone, which is, you know, if if we were upset when TPLF were doing X, Y, and Z, and I'm not even saying that what Avi is doing right now rises to the level of what happened in 2005, but tyranny is like a child, you know, it's like a child being born. It doesn't, a child is not conceived and born the same day. It develops in the womb slowly, you know, uh, each Trimester, it gets bigger. Each month it gets bigger. Until finally you have tyranny that's birthed. After nine months, or who knows how many, you know, you can't quantify that. And so the only thing that keeps tyranny back is the engaged participation of the citizenry. And you being able to call out when walks are being done. If you worship somebody, do not be surprised when they treat you as a, a sacrifice. That's what happens uh, Germans in the 1930s worshipped Hitler. They became a sacrifice. Uh, Ethiopians in the 1970s too many worshipped uh, Mengistu. They became a sacrifice. The Italians worshipped uh, Mussolini. They became a sacrifice. You should never sacrifice. I mean you should never worship anybody for me. On a personal level, I worship God, and then I honor my family. Everyone else is a human being just like me. Even the person who, who I, I, you know, up until I realized it was really my dad. But in terms of historical figures, it was always Asitodros for me was my, my was my hero. And in fact, somebody marriage I said to me, you're nothing like Asitodros," Because <laughs> like I'm related to him, right? And so they said, you're nothing like him because he was a warrior. He... He didn't give any, uh, you know, quarters to his enemies, uh, the Oromo's and the, uh, the Tigrayans. Now I was like, first off, I don't even think that's true. He he, he didn't view things through the prism of, of, of ethnicity. Uh, he did what all leaders do up to a point. They protected their thrones and people that came after his throne. Uh, you know, kings, kings will be what kings will do. You know what I'm saying? So I don't see it that way. Uh, but... Uh, he did have a layer of uh, of ego about him. I don't dismiss that. I, I could criticize everybody, and as I told, and especially after his wife passed away, Twabish passed away, he really became egotistic, to the point where he, he challenged the most powerful empire in the history of mankind, the British Empire, and that's what ended up leading to his death. Um, so I could criticize my own family on that level. I criticize Atsedeos for for being too um, arrogant at a certain point. Does that does that take away from his accomplishments in terms of uniting the country? No. <laughs> I could criticize Menelik. Uh, I could criticize Haile Selassie for what he did when he came back after the war, and also for uh, living a life a little too disconnected from the average Ethiopian, which led to the uh, the, the eventual rise of the, of the Derg. Uh, I don't. I guess maybe uh, up to a point. Um, I've always questioned authority, and maybe our community has not been raised to question authority. We, we, we kind of uh, we're very hierarchical, and uh, we listen to authority. I listen to authority when they're right, and when they're wrong, I call it out. So when Abby was right, I supported him in his endeavors. And when he's wrong, I will criticize him. I guess what I'm saying is I'm not a politician. Um, the expedient thing for me to do, you know, last week I wrote an open letter to Abiy, and, and it was read by a lot of people. And including one of my friends uh, hit me up and said, Hey, I have a, a person that works within the administration. I'm going to make sure that, uh, you know, Abiy reads it. I don't know whether or not that happened, but I know I've been getting a lot of hits on that article from Ethiopia. A lot from Adi Sabah specifically. Um, and in that, in that article, I said, hey, you know, uh, my, my wife and I always have had a dream of going back to Ethiopia at a certain point and being a part uh, of of a, of a movement to, to help Ethiopia. I'm not talking about like a political movement. I'm talking about like a, a social movement that empowers Ethiopians. I've always had a passion for that. And so does my wife Bethlehem. So I put that on there and that could have been the gateway for us to go back to Ethiopia. Well, I'm not going to put my desires above. My um, my sense of justice uh, And that sense of justice Is not filtered through the, 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 the lens Of tribe uh, If Tigrayans uh, are, are being uh, feel like Persecuted and I, and I feel That is the case I will speak up If Omos are being persecuted And I feel like that is the case I will speak up If Omos are being persecuted and, and I feel that's the case I will speak up I'm not going to speak up for one and dismiss the other um, and that unfortunately has become the way of our politics in Ethiopia and that is why uh, you see all this violence taking place you know and you can see it in terms of the reactions and it's, just go on Twitter and you, you'll see hashtags for example I stand with Tigray those people will never talk about uh, the death and suffering of Amaras or Omos. they just focus on themselves and same thing with Amaras and there, there's a uh, I am Amara, I think it is, or Amara Massacres is, is another hashtag. And every time there's a, 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 a brutal uh, a campaign against Amaras, they, they speak up with that hashtag. But I never see those people saying anything when Ormos are getting killed, too. And same thing with Ormos. Uh You know, pro- hashtag Ormos protest. Uh, but when Amaras is getting killed, they say nothing. You know, the sad thing is most of us are interrelated or, or our, our mixed a mixed heritage so that uh, pain that you, you're, you're you're dismissing the death that you're ignoring the suffering that you're turning a blind eye to is most likely you could probably trace your family back to that uh, but this is the poison of, of, of tribalism and of, of ethnic tribal, uh, tribalism in Ethiopia that it makes us overlook our common humanity and just looks at our individual, uh, identity, um, and that's why Ethiopia is, is going further and further into the into the abyss of of nihilism. And and if we go keep going down this path, we're going to implode. And and on that note, I will turn to again uh, Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed. I know people will say, "Who are you?" I'm a man with a voice, and so is everyone else. That's why we're given voices to speak not to just kowtow and agree. Um, so I use my voice to again, address Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed and implore him, or implore you, you if you if you are listening, <laughs> don't make this about you. The, uh, the, the pictures, the photo ops he keeps taking are just, uh, why? This is time for serious uh, leadership. Not photo ops. Um, And the... the, I don't know. Uh, It it, it really... I began to have doubts about uh, Abiy Ahmed. And I'm hoping I'm proven wrong. I'm hoping what happened is um, that he uh, uh, neutralized the common enemy uh, and now he's going to lead through inclusion. What I fear is going to happen is that he got rid of a threat to him politically, and now he's going to consolidate his power and then he's going to become MLS 2.0. Um, I pray for the former, I fear the latter. Uh, and, um, and because if the latter happens, then you're talking about who knows how many, another 27 years. At this time, instead of TPLF, it's going to be OLF. And to those people that are celebrating a bit too much, just be careful of what you think, What what if you don't question. If you don't hold leaders' uh, feet to the fire, just be careful about what you're going to end up uh, creating or what you're going to end up uh, fostering. Um, and at the end of the day, uh, all I could ask for for anybody is empathy. Empathy towards the average. Like if somebody picks up a gun and t- decides to, to shoot, as long as they picked up the gun, as long as they have it and their intention is to kill and maim, then, you know, all bets are off. All right, I'm not. I'm not a pacifist in that way. But the minute that they lay lay down their guns and they want to give up, have mercy. If not, I, I wrote something on Twitter uh, uh, just now before I started this Guillaume uh, uh, cast. If you dance on your enemy's graves, their children are going to grow up to become casket makers. <laughs> Don't you know? This is the cycle. This is what Obang talked about when he said, uh, "One village rule all" mentality. This has been one village after the other, cyclical violence, cyclical warfare, and cyclical poverty at the end of the day, because people don't want to lead through inclusion. They want to lead through exclusiveness, exclusion. And I hope that's not where Abby's heading with this. So, as always, I will keep a keen eye in Ethiopia uh, and report accordingly. I'm not going to uh, do so through a, uh, a, a bias. And if I, I'm gonna, I'm, I've am i been contemplating if I did that the past couple of weeks. Um, so that's something I have to, to think about. As somebody that I, I call myself an, uh, an observer, as some people call me a journalist. Um, I just like to say an observer. But as an observer, um, it is incumbent upon me to, to everyone's uh, has their biases now you know, as human as human beings we we're, we're, we're encoded almost through life experiences uh, you know and everything else and maybe maybe even some of it was just genetic too uh, in terms of having certain dispositions uh, certain biases so I, I'm uh, what I try to do is acknowledge them as they arise as which is what I'm doing right now but at the end of the day uh, my 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 quest is to overcome uh, any type of preconceived notions and seek truth. Uh, so that's what I'm, I'm hoping to do going forward. Uh, and in those times where I don't live up to that standard, I will contemplate and then say it so. <laughs> uh, and I'm not saying, by the way, that what, I, what, what occurred over the past three weeks uh, was, in fact, solely the domain of, of bias. Uh, but it just makes me question some parts of it, though. Um, so to be determined, I'm still contemplating that, um, but for the rest of us, uh, I, I just implore you to, to not look at these, uh, these things through, uh, a lens of bias and just do so through a lens of, of, compassionate humanity, you know what I'm saying? Humanity. So if you see somebody on social media, you know, uh, distressed that they can't get in touch with their family members, don't dismiss it. How would you feel? Just put yourself in those shoes, in their shoes. That's it. The same way that we wanted when I say we, uh, you know, the people that were protesting uh, that we wanted uh, the TPLF supporters back in the day to put themselves in, in our shoes and say, "What would you do?" Well, th- that that cuts both ways, you know. Uh, so, and to the rest of the world, that's you know that's watching uh, 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 what's taking place in Ethiopia. Unfortunately. Uh, Western media has lost a lot of their credibility. Uh, well, I international media over the past with their reporting, uh, with their complete bias, um, and their inability to call out the the, uh, the 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 brutality of the TPLF and try to give some type of uh, moral equivalency between what Abiy did and what TPLF did. Uh, to me, they, they they have no no place to. They they don't know the country. They don't know the history, and unfortunately. Too many of us, we have such a an inferiority complex that we insist on listening to outsiders, just because they have a cachet, and in some cases because they have a lighter complexion. Uh, meanwhile, we we have a lot of people that know. There's Samuel Getacho knows this stuff. I know a lot of it is, is, is born out of our own doing too. Uh, too many uh, who claim to be journalists are nothing but uh, carnival barkers, um, trying to get hits without necessarily doing. The, the, you know, do, presenting the nuanced analysis of things. Uh, but there are some find us and I I'll be uh, confident enough to say I'm one of those people. <laughs> if you disagree, let me know. Uh, I'm pretty sure some people do already. <laughs> but uh, I think more and more people I actually like they 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 embrace the fact that I I could talk about these things with nuance and even handiness up to a point. Uh, and there's other people like, like that out there, so find them. Uh, but just because somebody has a, a, a title uh, and is from the north of, uh, northern part of, the, you know, north, uh, north of Ethiopia, you can figure out the map, does not mean they know better than us. And in fact, I wish some of those people that, that are reporting on the news would stop treating us as, as political props or stage props and talk to us. Don't, don't be our voice. Give us voice. And, to, and I'll wrap it up with uh, with this uh, note to Abiy Ahmed. Um, you know, you, you said a long time ago that your mom had a vision uh, that you're going to be a leader of Ethiopia, right? I'm pretty sure when she said that, she meant that in a good way. She meant that as in a leader that's going to be transformational. A leader that's going to uh, lead with compassion. Not somebody... That's going to be Machiavellian. Um, so, if you can't do it for the good of Ethiopians, do it for the for the sake of for honoring the the, the the dreams of your mom, the dreams of your mom. You know, uh, Barack Obama said wrote a book said dreams of my father. Unfortunately, he did not live up to the dreams of his father because his father uh, was somebody that believed. Uh, and, and, and people empowerment. Uh, I, I know he he might have had his own ideology too, but he he believed in pan Africanism. He believed in people empowerment. That's not what Obama became. He inverted this dream, the dreams of his father. So in that same way, uh, Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed, live live up to the dreams of your mom. Be an inclusive leader. Uh, pivot away from the, uh, the. You know I'm not saying cut short the any type of operation that's needed to. Uh, to, to you know to, to bring uh, Those who c- continue to want to fight, you know uh, you, you have to have law and order in the country uh, But for the rest uh, you know, Turn on the internet um, You know uh, Make sure that you extend an olive branch to to the uh, to those who who uh, are willing to accept it and lead through inclusion if not um you're, you're going to be repeating the same mistakes as Madalya and Mengistu. Um, so you see it didn't end well for them. Uh, so for the sake of the continued viability of Ethiopia, for the sake of uh, just our common humanity, be the leader that we've, that Ethiopia has been waiting for. Uh, history will judge you accordingly. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, this has been a, a special broadcast of the, uh, of the Gioncast. Um, you could check us out. Uh, I, I do all the, a lot of the writings at uh, the Guion journal uh, Journals at Uh You can also follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, it's at ghionguillaumejournal. And same thing with Twitter as well. And you can also follow me on Twitter. It's at teodrose, T-E-O-D-R-O-S-E, figre, F-I-K-R-E. All one word. Uh, And, you know, catch me on there. That's where I do most of my, I guess, commentary outside of uh, writing and and doing the Guillaume Cast now. All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, May God bless uh, Ethiopia. May God bless the United States. May God bless the world. And uh, uh, just remember that we're all in this together. And so I hope that we heal and come together as a people so that we can heal together and move forward. Thank you, everyone. Peace. God bless.